0: Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee.
1: Here's Greg Mattson. In for John today, we'll have Brewers Baseball on the air tomorrow. Brewers taking on the Padres, leading 4-0. Sandy Max is here. Stephen Watson has sports. And many of you are probably packing, getting set to
2: take the family on a road trip or maybe a spring break trip where you have to go to the airport. If you're heading somewhere sunny, like Florida, where there are many, many additional flights added to uh, handle all of the demand for all the students who have that specific window of time for spring break.
1: I, I must be honest. I'm very glad I'm not going to hear any of this this weekend.
3: Flight 209, you are cleared for takeoff.
1: I, yeah, I just think it's going to be a zoo at the airport, a complete and utter zoo. Roger. All uh, right. Request vector.
2: Over. What? <laughs> we have clearance Clarence. Roger, <laughs> Roger. What's our vector, Victor?
3: Our radio clear,
2: it's
1: open. I stellar acting by Kareem there. But I was just going to yeah. say
3: you can't go
2: wrong with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in <laughs> no, really airplane. That warms my heart. And Shirley, don't call me Shirley. And so
1: airport officials expect the peak departure day for spring breakers, families, kids, whatever, will be Saturday, March twenty-fifth. More than twelve thousand people are expected to fly out of Milwaukee. Wow. On March twenty-fifth, that is insane. Thirty-four nonstop flights, right? They go to Mexico, Phoenix, Florida, all over the place. Jamaica. So plenty mm-hmm. of warm weather destinations for nonstop flying. But really, you could be going anywhere, connecting through Chicago. Doesn't really matter. You're flying out of Milwaukee. So this has led to a, a second issue, and that's the whole issue of parking. Oh, loading. <laughs> Is no in the white zone.
3: Don't tell me which zone is for stopping and which
1: zone is for voting. Listen, buddy, don't start up with your white zone again. Yeah, let's be nice. If we're parking out <laughs> there, uh, I did not know this, but you can do this if you're looking to park at the airport. Mm-hmm. There is a NKE Smart Park app. You can actually reserve your parking spot at the airport. Did you know this? That's convenient. I did not. I've never messed with it. I've never really had to. <laughs> I feel like I leave on Wednesdays whenever I go someplace. But that's, that's an option for you.
2: What a nice option for convenience. And I believe they still have the coat check as well. Like, you know, Milwaukee's <laughs> was, airport has a lot to like. So now we have coat check and you can reserve a parking spot. That, gosh, that was a peace of mind. That saves so much. And then driving around, driving around and hoping and hoping and worrying that you're going to be later. Yeah. So do you do
1: what I do? I always go to floor three, level three in the airport because it, it, it spits you out right on like. The well, level smart. where you just walk right across the crossway, you're good to go. And I will scour on level three for a parking spot rather than drive up or down one level because I don't want to spend 14 seconds and use the elevator. That's like, your like, system. I don't know what it is in my mind, but I just, three is where I need to be. And apparently everybody else does because it fills up quicker than any other level.
2: Because they've all got your system. That's very smart. I, I usually I live close enough that I typically will take an Uber or a taxi or bat my eyes and see if someone will drop me. Oh, off. Oh, there you go. Yeah,
1: that's not a bad option. I'm, yeah. So well, that,
2: that yeah, that's that's pretty convenient. And I will tell you, I have been traveling recently. And when you walk in and you set see that intimidating line for security, it is no joke, especially now that you've heard 12,000 people are going to fly through there. Arrive early. Don't think that oh maybe this time the lines will be shorter but i will tell you that one of the best things that happened to be traveling recently was the sniffer dogs oh yeah and i think they have three canines and they'll probably be in action uh uh rex bimba and roni i think are your sniffer dogs but what you do is you walk two by two and the dogs just kind of walk around you and if you get this you don't have to take off your boots you don't have to take out anything out of your Bags, you just go through.
1: So it's not quite TSA pre, but it it moves you through quicker. It
2: really is efficient. So I have to think that dude, the staff knows and travelers know that this is going to be such a busy day on Saturday. Hopefully, the sniffer canines will be in action and expediting everybody's vacation.
1: Well, you may want to download this the MKE Smart Park app that'll allow you to reserve a parking spot at the airport. But parking the lines, everything—it's just going to take a little longer. Give yourself plenty of time. If you're leaving, you are that guy.
2: You're like the budget guy. Like you are a problem solver. So I love that you found this. Yeah. Smart park. MKE. Is that what it is?
1: Uh, MKE Smart Park. Yeah. Download the app. I do not have it, but I think I'm going to download it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I like it. 416 on WTMJ. The fest unleashes and reveals a hundred plus acts coming to Milwaukee this summer. Who y'all geeked up to see? We'll give you a list of our favorites after this. (laughs) Well, the big, big returns to the lakefront. Three fantastic weekends beginning June 22nd to the 24th, and Summerfest's grand unveiling today, Sandy. I know you're looking forward to this, Stephen, as well. 55th anniversary celebration, over 100 acts revealed today. This is an unbelievably complex puzzle to try and piece together every year. (laughs) That's what happens when there are 11 stages of live music. It's amazing, right? Bob Babish has great stories. Scott Zeal has taken over for Bob and done a great job sort of taking the baton and running with it. And here we go, year number fifty-five, and some incredibly popular acts are making their return. But but how do you how do you decide? Exactly. By, like there's a hundred acts here. Like, how do you decipher which ones you're going to see?
2: Well, I'm one of those people, when they used to have the little pamphlet, which they still do print, but I, I like used to booklet, pick it up. Yeah. Oh, I would highlight everything and then cross off like, okay, well, here's one I can't go because I'm over here. And then you'd see, well, I we can't see be in three places at once. So which band do I really want to see at 7 o'clock? And then yeah. could I walk? <laughs> I mean, also there's the path. So, you know, if you're there's one band on the north stage and one band on the south stage and then another band in between, like, you figure, well, I can see the first two songs of this set, then stroll, see a few songs from this band, and then get down Or sky glider so. or bust, oh, right? Yeah, try and use yeah. that to get across the grounds. Skyglider can give you a sample of all sorts of music. Sure. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm a music junkie, and I just love
1: this. All right, so what jumps off the page to you? Like like band number one, What? what's the first band that jumped off the page in your mind? Are
2: you ready? I am. I teased you. This is one of my very, very, very favorite bands. And, oh, it's a mellower song. Uh, Nick Lowe with Low straight Jackets is coming... Saturday, the first Saturday, and I have loved Low Straight Jackets for at least 20 years. They are this instrumental surf guitar combo, but they perform wearing Mexican wrestling masks. Right.
3: <laughs> I just the, 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 sold. Yeah, see? <laughs> that is a pitch. They uh,
2: They make it a visual impression, and then their music is just spectacular. And then Nick Lowe is a legend, just an influential, impressive songwriter. So t- it, Low
1: Straight Jackets plays like think about like the Batman theme song. Like that's just sort of their vibe, like the surf guitar sort of vibe. Uh, but back in the days of Jonathan Green's greenhouse, yeah. Low Straight I remember doing this, we had to figure out like what's our new theme song? What are we gonna do? I was producing the show and a Low Straight Jacket song was the opening theme to the old greenhouse <laughs> with Jonathan Green. Back you in the day. Get,
2: yeah, so now I know Saturday night, uh, maybe you'll join me. I might and, see you there.
1: Yeah. They should let us on stage to introduce the band.
2: Oh, that would be wonderful. And then here's the other tip I have for you. As long as you
3: wear your masks. Yeah. yeah.
2: I have I still one. have one. I have a pink one at home. <laughs> um, so Maybe this is what we do. We get TMJ Rex Mexican wrestling masks, the luchador masks. There we- Um The lucha libres. Uh, but here's your tip from me, Sandy Max. Elvis Costello is playing that same night Hmm. on the BMO Harris Pavilion stage, and Nick Lowe and Elvis Costello are longtime buddies, and Nick Lowe and Lowe Straightjacket's open for Elvis Costello, so there could be a chance that all of them are on stage together, which would be spectacular we got the
1: Avett Brothers as a popular pick here on the talk and text line, the old National Bank talk and text line.
3: Yeah, that I, had me fired up. I,
1: I was going to say, I think that was in Where's your list, wasn't then? it, Stephen?
3: Yeah, well, I've seen them live many times, and they put on a show. And the energy they play with, uh, I highly recommend it if you have an opportunity to go see them live. Their this album is their stuff is great, but their their live energy is even better. I'm guessing this is not their most energetic the song that we picked here, but, but it
2: gives you an idea. They're, they're like kind of what you call that Americana genre.
3: Yeah, they've got a good banjo, good good energy. I, yeah. America yeah, I think that's a fair way of, of describing
1: all good. But Sticks is on the list, three six mafia is on the list. I mean, it's something for everybody as Who are usual. you really looking forward to, Greg? All right, so there's a band that jumped off the page and, and it's a band that you may have forgotten about unless you're above my age and have lived in Milwaukee for a long time. It's called the the Guffs. Remember oh, the Guffs? Oh
2: yeah, are definitely they from Michigan?
1: No, local band, Wisconsin band, Milwaukee band. So in I, I got know, the, the
2: verve p- pipe in my head. That's what that is. So, so mi- yeah, the
1: guffs. Mid nineties, the guffs were everywhere. They were ever they played every festival. They played Summerfest. They played at State Fair. They played at Bastille Days. Like you ran into the Guffs everywhere <laughs> you went. And it was liberating to be a junior and senior in high school and have your summers going to downtown Milwaukee. And everywhere we went, we ran into the guffs. I think a friend of mine dated the lead singer at some point, like Like, we just sort of became their friends uh, in some way, shape, or form. Um, And every time they come back, I'm just sort of reminded of like the mid to late 90s and what they meant to Milwaukee. But I love that they're not off the map yet. I I don't know when their last album came out, I don't think they ever rose to national prominence uh beyond a
3: couple of years and music has that emotional still good attachment yeah, debbie yeah, right? i want to ask you there's I a lot let... of nostalgia on this list <laughs> yeah
2: <Sure. laughs> and i want everybody Tons. know uh, if you want to get this lineup that we're talking about and go wait a minute i want to know who some of these bands are and who else is playing uh text fest f-e-s-t to our old national bank talk and text line <laughs> 855-616-1620 text fest to 855-616-1620 and we'll get you the full Summerfest lineup of announcements today. Debbie, who are you excited about now that you've seen the list? Now that I've seen the list, I'm, I'm a huge Zach Brown band fan. I sure. love Zach Brown. so That's, that's your has, music of of the represented, big yeah. yep, of the big ones. Um, and then uh, I, I, I'm liking myself a flock of seagulls a little mm. bit here. I want to oh. see if they still have the hair. Well, they I, do. I want you to do, do they- the hair that way. <laughs>
3: I could. They performed yeah. the last do that. year. It was just a swooping thing going on. The
2: flock of Seagulls <laughs> were there last year, and it sounded great.
3: Oh, excellent!
2: They just put, yeah, they sounded terrific. And then, of course, um, you know, I'm 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 uh, Latina, so we'll go with Tito Puente Jr. Uh, that's fun. Oh, that so is, that's going to be awesome. That is going to be some rhythm and some energy. I saw Tito mm-hmm. Puente Jr. was just about six months ago at the Northern Lights Theater. Yeah, oh, come yeah. on.
3: Kind of make me crave tacos for dinner tonight. <laughs> I was thinking margarita, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. good muy enough. Bien, yeah, with one bien. comes the other. And on a side note, though, yeah. Debbie Gibson's up there too, so well.
0: you know, Don't do the Debbie Gibson. I, I would Why love not? to
3: see more crossover.
1: I think that'd be amazing. Like Debbie gets done with her set and just like joins Low straight Jackets yes. on stage, like yes. for you know what I mean. Like it's just such a collaborative environment. Why not? Definitely. I love it. Adam,
0: what are you looking forward to? So I am looking forward to a group that I have been trying to see in Milwaukee for years. And every time they come, I always miss them. Have you ever heard of Japanese Breakfast? They played at the Miller High Life Theater, I think, four years ago. I missed them then. They were at Summerfest in 2021. Missed them then. I'm not missing them a fourth time. Yeah, Michelle get out of Zahner way. is a great singer. <laughs> So um, Japanese Breakfast would probably be number one. I think they're on the seventh. And then another band, big classic rock guy back here. Anyone who knows me knows Rush is my jam. Sure.
2: But Rush will not be there. No. uh, I was looking for that,
0: by the way. way. I I was definitely looking for Rush. (laughs) But another classic rock band that I've never gotten to see live, and they're one of those groups that everyone says, yeah, they're good on record. But you got to see Tesla live.
3: Yes. Jeff
0: Keith can still... And this song that we're hearing, Modern Day Cowboy, 1986, I bet he could still hit these notes today. a classic.
2: One way to find out, go see them at Summerfest. If you want the list, text FEST to 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. Let me just touch on one because somebody texted in uh, as a must-see, which I agree, is a band called... Here come the mummies.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you were talking about this earlier. They literally are dressed like mummies okay. with a fantastic horn section.
3: <laughs> you love the outfit. I man. do. And I'm telling
2: Throw you they're Throw a you costume
3: what. and Sandy's coming to your show. Yes.
2: And, uh, but clever cheeky and uh, sometimes embarrassing uh, lyrics to have a lot of fun here come the mummies
1: I love it uh, fits in the tantrums for me is another good one oh, also yeah. don't be afraid to see kid G not to be confused with Kenny G or Jason Kidd. we'll get a look at your business headlines <laughs> coming up in a moment really
3: need it,
1: need it so Wisconsin's afternoon news on WTMJ when was the last time you took a day off work? Like oh, just a day, a day for you, personal day, not tied to a vacation or anything else work related, but just, just a day for you. You took a day.
2: It's been a long time, and yeah. I just started this job three months ago, so like I'm in a weird space. And then the last time I took time off before that, I had jury duty, so oh, gosh, I'm in yeah. I'm in a weird space. But I would say. Usually to take like a, a a weekend trip to visit my mom in Chicago okay. or something like that. So, so be, tied to a Monday
1: or a Friday, most yeah, likely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Watson, if you're going to take a day off of work, what day are you picking?
3: I think I'm going to take a Monday. I feel like Mondays are just the worst. So you, you want to enjoy your weekend. You maybe come back, and then Monday is like an errands day. Okay, so I feel like that's pretty common. And sleeping it,
2: in on a Monday. yeah, That does feel nice,
1: yeah. right? Get Monday, a lot accomplished
3: on a Monday while everybody else is at work. I think
1: it's you're looking to extend your weekend. I think most people yeah. would say, I'm looking to make a three-day weekend out of it, right? So you take Friday off or you take Monday off. Well, there's a professor at the University of Texas who focuses on time and communication. He found the best day of the week to take off is Wednesday. Wednesday? Here's the thought process. We all get into a routine, right? Five days of work, two days on the weekend. When we take a Wednesday off, we go two days of work, day off, two days of work, two days off.
2: And it really
1: breaks up your week. Now, I find that taking a Wednesday off might also halt my momentum, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm building up here, right? I'm getting a lot of stuff done. And to take a Wednesday off, that might crush my Tuesday where I'm just like uber conscious of trying to get everything done, trying to get ahead, knowing that I'm not going to be around on Wednesday. I think our jobs are a little different than some, where taking a day off during the week, just it may not be that big of a deal, but some work in professions that that's tough to take any day off, and it usually means you're going to get beat up pretty hard on one side of that day off or the other. When we break up our rhythm, according to the study, it breaks us out of our routines. You'll feel less stressed, less overwhelmed at work because you're not staring down yet another five-day week. So we look at this five-day week as this all-encompassing giant block. Now, some people are very good at doing day-by-day, day, but if you're more week-by-week, week, yeah, well, that five days can be tough to digest.
2: Here's what's interesting. The other thing that we've talked about with even Tim Sheehy from MMAC, and we've had this discussion about the success in Europe of four-day work weeks. Mm. We're all assuming it's four days in a row. Are their four-day work weeks two, one-off, and two?
3: I know a lot of businesses that are going to that four-day model will allow you to pick the day.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, and I think you'd have to flex it, right? You, you can't have everybody off on a Friday, everybody off on a Monday.
2: Says well, you. You have to,
1: keep, <laughs> have to find a way to keep production moving.
2: But, but isn't this an interesting way to evolve after we all... Most of us were home or, you know, like we certainly had a, an abrupt halt and adjusted and did a lot of virtual and did a lot of work from home as things start to kind of ease back into more office work but still accommodating for remote work. Can we evolve the five-day work day?
1: They equate it to having a snow day as a kid. Wednesdays are a good day to have off because everything you might do is less crowded from movies to amusement parks to restaurants. Anywhere you want to go to get your errands done, probably going to be a little bit more Busy on a Friday, certainly busy on the weekends. There are certain stores I just will not go to on a Saturday or Sunday. But I'm delighted to go to during the week because it's calm. It's easy, mm-hmm. right? And I don't like all the hassle.
2: Well, how about this? From the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620 from 920, I had a five-day-per-week job for years, and then it transitioned to a four-day-per-week job with Wednesday off each week. I loved it. I only had to go two days before I could have a day away if things were going poorly.
1: Two days on, Absolutely day off, supports two days on, your
2: two days off. That's not a bad deal. I hadn't thought of it that way. Because, you know, my initial was like, I don't want to take a Wednesday. Wah, wah. It d- <laughs> yeah, it, like, it just doesn't <laughs> sound... Like a, a party day or a fun day, but... Well, I but guess it depends what up. you're doing, right? If it's a
1: staycation, you just sort of need a day. That's not a bad day. If it's a trip to see family, that might be tougher to knock out in the period of 24 hours. Yeah. Right? You'd like to extend that time. So I get it. There's still a place for something, Monday and Friday. Something to
2: think about, friends.
1: Give your thoughts to Wednesday. <laughs> Monday, as we like to call it. 446 and WTMJ. We've got a list. It's in my hand. Sandy has it, too. Stephen, we're keeping you in the dark. The That's best fun. and worst-paying majors... For those who have
3: kids in college, listen up after this. What was your major in college, Stephen? Journalism and Communication Arts, Radio, TV, and Film. All that? Wow. That's a (laughs) a mouthful. That was was a lot. Uh, I was Radio,
1: TV, and Film. I had a minor in Marketing, and I had a minor in Coaching. Sandy, what was your major?
3: I
2: double majored uh, Broadcast and Electronic Communication and Political Science. Okay,
1: so we're all in the same general category here. So I always get nervous when I see this because Sorry, uh, you both make me really sad. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Right. I, But I do know where we likely all started. And, and in this business, you can start in some very small markets. You can start in big markets, making uh, a, a meager hourly wage. Oh, so I, you can
2: also start part time. Not can necessarily can start find a full time
1: job. I was part time 10 years in the radio business and thankful to have a marketing job that was a full time gig. I was making more money bartending. I was when just I got saying,
2: and a heck of a bartender. And I was really having fun
1: doing it, by the way. <laughs> we we'll
2: call that a mixologist these days.
1: Uh, yes, thank you very much. Although I don't think we even had olives because the uh, <laughs> owner thought it smelled. Uh, and we did not make ice cream drinks. So, all your majors, think of them all. According to a New York Federal Reserve analysis, you've got uh, your education, your major here, and what it's likely to yield you for a early career salary and a mid to late career salary. Mm hmm. And I don't think it's terribly surprising, and it goes fairly in-depth. But, boy, if you've got engineering somewhere in your title, that's a pretty good way to start your living. Right? I
2: went, yeah, because this is, it's a, it, well, I like this kind of uh, data to scour through and organize. And it's funny, it's not really organized in any particular sense, so I'm like, okay. So I went through and highlighted all of the majors that have a median wage in your mid-career of over $100,000. Okay.
1: Engineering is popular. And
2: though. all of a sudden, yeah, I found myself, uh, those are computer science, chemical engineering, computer engineering, electrical engineering, and mechanical engineering, and miscellaneous physical sciences. Okay. Made it in the over, <laughs> and, and of all of those, the, the really top one was $120,000 a year by your mid-career, and that is chemical engineering.
1: Okay. Financial uh, Financial analysts. Can grow to that level, right? Obviously, sales can be a big thing, but that, that's a lot on the individual, uh, and, and performances vary in the sales world, but sales can certainly be lucrative. The highest-paying majors right now mm-hmm. are in the STEM field, so science, technology, engineering, and math. Think about computer programmers, mm-hmm. right? Can you write code? All of your engineers, electrical, mechanical, you name it, that that's a big deal. Uh, and then, of course, you get into the medical professions, and, and that's a whole other category And animal. Uh, falling a little shorter on the list <laughs> are the majors of Theology and Religion, Social Services, Family and Consumer Sciences, Psychology, which I thought was interesting, Leisure and Hospitality, Performing Arts, Early Childhood Education, Elementary Education, Special Education, and Miscellaneous Education.
2: Oh, So our teachers come on. The
1: the common trait with those majors is that you are likely the median wage earlier in your career is likely to be between thirty-five and forty thousand dollars.
2: That's surprising to me.
1: Does that seem low? Yeah. Yes. The education component seems lower to me than I would have expected. Theology and religion—I don't really have a great basis for analysis there, but
2: because my mom is a philosophy major and she just—that's the one thing I wish I could do. She can talk philosophy. And all these er, you know like up here concepts and i'm like yeah mm-hmm. okay, but, so i think that's where i am like that's as far as i can go so what was but her job philosophy-
1: though for, as, a, as a philosophy exactly, major what
2: th- was her job that was her academic pursuit her jobs have been she's been bookkeeping and business management you know office okay. management so a real practical math numbers organizational career is yeah. what she's had
1: i, I think in, in our professions Pretty clear what we wanted to do or you know, kind of the path we wanted to go down. With some, I, I don't know what the end game is, right? Philosophy is a great example. Where does that take you? Could be a professor, which could be an incredible job. Or maybe you just realize, yeah, there's, not every company is hiring those with philosophy majors, which is also fine.
2: But psychology was also on your lower income. That was lower to me and than I, I like expected. <laughs> I don't like that.
1: Um, because I, I know you need some advanced advanced education beyond your undergrad in the world of psychology if you have your own practice certainly can be lucrative journalism
2: for those keeping score
1: at home there you go i was You're, waiting and, and, I, I was, I was sick, saying like, for right. those
2: of you uh, taking your children on college visits these are uh, handy things to keep in mind so journalism sock it to us greg
1: so journalism your median wage early career is forty five thousand. mass media is forty thousand. so i'll let you maybe split the difference out of
3: those two because they are somewhat related
2: is that I mid-career i can or confirm
3: early to mid-career If you double major in journalism and mass communication it doesn't it, it doesn't double your salary. Yeah. <laughs> just right.
1: Okay. In case you were interested, I don't really know what the difference is. To be honest, mass communication
3: journalism. All right.
1: Don't don't you have to write, talk,
3: produce, do all that kind of stuff, regardless? Well, one was more radio, TV, and film, and then the other one was broadcast writing, performing, actual like journalism, strategic communications, okay. all that.
1: It's really an interesting sort of study. Agriculture, animal and plant sciences, you're probably in the mid-40s, topping out somewhere in the 70s, according to this analysis. And look, every state is different. These are median averages, so what somebody makes in Connecticut or in New York might be different than what somebody makes in South Dakota. So, I mean, there is that to keep in mind. This is sort of a nationwide glance at and, it all.
2: And it is good. I mean, of course, the accounting and finance, international affairs, that always sounds fun. But, you know, those those finance jobs are still going to be well-paying but i think especially when you're younger and you aspire to certain like you're never really allowed to ask in any interview like well how much money do you make you know, like (laughs) interns are always encouraged to ask questions but that's still a real taboo subject to discuss even when it should be open and help you decide what career path you want to take if you know for example it's not just greed if you know you want to have a family like that's one of the reasons my father got out of broadcasting he got married had started with me, and then went, radio newscasting is not going to be a way to support my family and transition into other careers.
1: It is interesting. The study has been completed by the New York Federal Reserve analysis. Interesting stuff here. STEM fields for <laughs> we those hope keeping score at home. I would say,
2: we hope we've helped you as you uh, figure out your major Yeah,
1: there you and go. encourage
2: others to determine their major sooner than later. <laughs> Science, technology, engineering,
1: and math. Those seems to be in high demand as we move forward.